0: What Radio, the music you want. What your host, Keys you Dan. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? RadioWhat.com What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? djlittlerock.com check availability get a free price quote and maybe you can have me yeah me Keys dan at your event uh weddings parties uh just little kid parties i haven't done a little kid party in a while i I did a family uh, event over the last weekend that was kind of fun family fun events and i get to do those on the uh usually every other week over at at the uh at the old post barbecue in Russellville. But yeah, little kid parties. I got to do more of those family friendly parties. It's, it's good for my soul. It's good for my heart. You know, I do a lot of, a lot of the clubs that are over 21, but uh, yeah, Djlittlerock.com. Check it out today on the program. Katrina. Texador. Yeah. Katrina. Texador. I saw her at a comic con. She is a cosplayer and a marketer for cosplayers. And, so much more. Well, we're going to talk to her in the next few minutes, and you got that to look forward to. Katrina Texador. Kind of excited about that one. Uh, this week's shows. Let's see Thursday I'll be at the old post barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. That's the family friendly show from six to nine and they have the karaoke, the video dance party. Good barbecue. Oh yeah, it's delicious. And they always send me home with some good barbecue. Usually I get the wings, sometimes it's the ribs. Oh yeah, it's a it's it's a good vegetarian meal um with meat <laughs> and, they, and let's see uh, they also have some frosty beverages if you're over 21 you could definitely take part of that at the old post barbecue do it uh i keep the music family friendly so bring everybody it's a great after school treat on a thursday in russellville arkansas from six to nine old post barbecue Then Friday, yeah, Friday, I'll be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That is an over-21 event. They got the full bar. They got the kitchen. The pool tables are, are, let's see, they have a pool tournament with 10 diamond. uh, They're so fancy. They they got these diamond-quality pool tables is what they call them. But uh, there's a pool tournament, and people seem to be happy over there. At the on that side of the room, doing their pool tournament, making some money while you're hanging out at the Rab. They get the, on, on the party patio, there's shuffleboard, foosball, Jenga, uh, checkers. So yeah, there's always something to do while you're waiting to sing with little old me. <laughs> we have a stage, a little stage set up with uh, plenty of lights to keep you uh, keep you fascinated uh, over at the Rab. There's the the dance floor is always open, so I try to keep it real fun over at the Rab, Conway, Arkansas. That starts at 8 p.m. and we go until oh, almost two in the am. Last calls usually around uh, past one thirty. So yeah, good times at the Rab. Come on out and play with me. Conway, Arkansas, and then Saturday night I'll be in Heber Springs at the VFW, Heber Springs, Arkansas. This will be the second time I'm there. I was there at the beginning of the month for a for a uh, let's see, an '80s party, and it was supposed to be just DJing for an '80s party. It was uh, one of their members' birthdays, and they said, "Hey, come on out. We're gonna have a little little '80s party." That I went into this room. It is huge. Huge room, big room, just and so it, it was freshly painted. They have a, this dance floor that's all checkered with a nice big logo in the middle of the VFW. So just going into the room, I was like, "Ooh, nice room, chairs and tables all set up. And this place is is ready for a party so come on out to the heber springs vfw i I had fun with them at the beginning of the month and they said hey come on out at the end of the month and we're going to do this karaoke contest finale apparently they've been doing a karaoke contest uh through the week and they wanted me to be a part of the of the finale and you know so the, the 80s party was supposed to be strictly um just you know me djing for them but Somebody said, oh, you got karaoke? Oh, yeah, we're in. And most of them sang 80s uh, songs for their karaoke. So they stayed in theme. So that was pretty fun. Heber Springs BFW. So come on out to the big room and come see the karaoke contest finale on Saturday, September 28th. Come check that out. The uh, karaoke contest finale leads me to believe there are going to be some good singers. So you're going to get to hear some good, talented singers Uh, While you're having your drinky poos there. That's an over 21 event as well. Because it is the VFW. Come on. (laughs) Every dry county needs a VFW. (laughs) So come on out. Heber Springs VFW. Saturday night. So uh, Thursday at the Old Post Barbecue. Friday at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. And uh, Saturday night at the Heber Springs VFW. Come and visit with little old me. All public events. Yeah. I get to party with the people. Well, it's time to talk to Katrina Texador. Let's give her a call. Calling Katrina Texador now.
1: Dan,
0: how you doing? Hello and good morning, Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. I, and I just realized, I, I have no idea what to call you. You have so many names, so many different <laughs> facets of who you are.
1: Right. Give kinda the people. Like kind of like Daenerys. I mean, you could call me Katrina. You could call me Geeky Neek Cosplay. You can call me the mother of marketing. <laughs> I mean, whatever.
0: Yeah, give the <laughs> people a little synopsis, a little idea of who you are. Who are we talking to today?
1: Well, um, I'm Katrina Texador. I'm known also as Geeky Unique Cosplay. I've been involved in the uh, cosplay industry for, gosh, probably a good eight years now. Um, five of which I kind of, um, you know, made my footing more as a professional cosplayer, if um, if you will. I'm most known for my Batgirl, but I tend to do a lot of DC characters. So you'll still see a lot of Wonder Woman, Supergirl. I've done Jesse Quick, Electra Also, I've done some Marvel characters. Um, you know, I just I just love cosplay, and um, you know, your your strong female characters who kick butt is kind of my thing. But most people know me for my Barbara Gordon, particularly my New 52. Um, I work with a lot of designers as well, so I get most of my uh, costumes custom-made and handcrafted by talented artists from all over the country. I employ them as well, and I sell uh, custom-made costumes, so if anybody out there needs a custom-made costume made of any material, I mean, we can even do 3D print, I'm the girl to talk to. Um, over the last few years, I got involved in the the marketing industry, particularly through the convention scene, because I was so involved in it. I wanted to help it grow. I had a lot of people that you know had booths at conventions or cosplayers wanting to market themselves, and they wanted to you know, know, hey, how do I get myself out there? How do I get more followers? How do I get people booking me or buying my products? And uh, I was making them very successful. But, you know, for a while I wasn't charging. And then, then people came up to me and they're like, you know what, you need to do this as a business. So I, I gave it a try. The rest is history. I I quit the job I had at that time. I, I own my business full time. It's called Cos Marketing Agency. So it's a play on words of cosplay conventions, things like that. And uh, we, uh, we have a very geeky motif, which which people love. And over the course of time, we've diversified. We've worked a lot of corporate events and corporate businesses as well, um, just constantly expanding. We just got done with another successful red carpet event. So it's going very well. Um, I'm very happy. I love what I do, and um, I try to have fun while doing it.
0: Katrina Texador, your cosplay is amazing, and it's it's amazing <laughs> to me that that you've turned what essentially is dressing up like a superhero into a job. Uh, whatever you love, whatever you do, you can make it into a career if you if you just uh, if you have the, the an idea um, if you have the imagination and, and you have the imagination, Katrina. It, it's it just it baffles me that that someone can make a job out of this, and this is great that you've done so. And not only have you made a job out of it, you've also you're also helping other people. That want to achieve their goals as well uh, through your business uh, in the, with the geek unique uh, cosplay. That, that it's just amazing to me. And you travel uh, doing your cosplay. Where where are you based out of?
1: I do. I, tra- I travel quite a bit. I'm based out of Orlando, Florida. Um, mostly this year, we've been staying in state because we've been um, you know we've been getting more business uh, locally. Um but i've I mean i've I've traveled um, to I mean Arkansas, you know you that's where that's where you met me. Um, we've done we've done work um, um, in Texas before um, New York, New Jersey. We had people who flew in uh, for us here from Argentina. Um, so technically, we've done work with people from Argentina. I did work with people out of Canada. I didn't have to fly out for that one, um, unfortunately. but um, you know being, in um, marketing, in the form of you know, digital marketing, I can I can work with anybody around the world um, from my computer, or you know I can you know meet them wherever if um, if it's an event and they want to they want to fly me out. The the good thing with us is especially if you're talking about an event, we have absolutely everything that the person needs from start to finish. So they want to know how to start it, where to go, how to you know open up that business. Um, you know when to throw their event, things like that, so they don't have as much competition. The concept behind it, we can help them with that. The branding of it, putting it on social media, and even down to the the talent. I I work with a lot of you know talent also outside of cosplay. People who are um, you know well known artists. We we've been working with uh, Kevin Wood, who's an artist at DC Comics too. He uh, he travels the country, so. Um, we literally want to be your one-stop shop when it when it comes to anything anything geeky or convention related and if you have a you know a small business where you know you're selling products um, or even you know we've worked with people in real estate for example flipping houses things like that I mean if you want to take a unique perspective and stand out you're gonna come to us because nobody is doing what we're doing um, at period end of story so um, I'm I'm very lucky to be able to to do this, um, and, I, and I think what really fueled me is a lot of people were like, oh, you know, it. This sounds like a really interesting concept, but I don't know if people are gonna are, are gonna go for that or or I've heard, um, you know, the the geeky thing that's gonna go away. It was always here. It's here to stay, and it's it's bigger than ever. Yeah, Endgame is the biggest, it's the is the mo- the highest gr- grossing movie of all time. You
0: got that right,
1: Avengers Endgame of 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 all time it surpassed avatar so when people tell me oh you know this is going to go away you know i point to things like that and i say well you know we're we're quite frankly ahead of ahead of the curve so and it's and it's working out um in that way we do uh we do a lot of videography work as well so that's what we focus on is making unique content for people's social media it is so expensive to advertise these days. There's so many places where people are hitting you, bombarding you with ads. Um, So how are you gonna stand out besides that? If you can't spend $1,000 in ads a month, and a lot of people can't, um, how do you stand out? Well, you got to create a unique social media presence. You understand all about that, Dan. You got to post. You got to put yourself out there. You got to talk to your audience. You got to give them something interesting to watch. And that's where we come into play. We have an entire media crew. You can, you know, you can come and. To, to our location where we have a mobile set, you get to feel like a celebrity, we'll write scripts for you and um, make some really interesting content that's just for you. No two people are the same. So that's, that's the kind of treatment that you get. And I talk to every single customer at least once or twice a month personally over the phone. So if somebody's a $500 a month client or a $2,000 a month client, they still get personal one-on-one service with us, and I definitely
0: pride myself in that. Katrina Texador, I knew it was going to be a good conversation with you. You're so <laughs> multifaceted. Uh, you this And you branded your businesses, your various uh, facets, the fingers of your uh, business so well. Geek Unique, what a great name. Fan Fit Go, what a great name. All, all these names that uh, – and even, even your name, Katrina Texador, is that your actual name?
1: That yeah, that is my actual name. Um my last name is a a Puerto R- or a Puerto Rican spelling of a Corsican last name. So on my father's side I'm Puerto Rican and Corsican, my mother's side I'm Italian and Austrian. So yes, that 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 is my real name.
0: That's great. It sounds uh, like such a, yeah. a such a fantasy name. It, it, it's perfect, perfect for what you're doing. Uh, and you, okay, you grew up in in Orlando in that area, or where did you grow up?
1: No, I, I grew up. I grew up in Queens, um, close to close to Flushing. Um, pretty much up until I was about fifteen or sixteen years old, I was there. Um, definitely was into everything geek then. Um, stereotypical nerd. Was the least popular person of my entire school, and and I mean it because there was. I went to a a Catholic school where there was three hundred people, and I and I could tell you really that it that is the case. Nobody back then cared about comic books, um, and I was super into it. Lord of the Rings was yeah. everything growing up. I I actually studied Elvish for a while. People were like, what is this person coming in here wearing Elf ears speaking Elvish? Like, what is going on? Um, So that, like, it it really all started there. Um, Once I got hooked on on reading and comic books, it it was kind of an an addiction to me. Um, But on the flip side of it, school was kind of like, okay, you know, literally put my nose in the books. Nobody wanted to talk to me. But outside of that, it was a whole different world because I was involved in dance and, um, and acting. I took on um, ice skating, you know, anything that I could I could do that my parents would let me do that would get myself out there. Completely different situation. I got to, you know, reinvent myself, so to speak. So the, you know the entertainment world was always a part of my life growing up when I moved from New York to Florida in high school didn't do as much with it um, went to college started getting back into it actually uh, originally went to college uh, for science I actually have a degree in environmental science what? I've done a lot of Yes. Not everybody knows that. I, uh, I I did a lot of work involved with endangered species. I spent time living in Hawaii researching whales. I was a part of um, the Ocean Mammal Institute program with their, their combating um, ocean noise pollution. So a really big issue for whales because the way we, you know, view the world uh, the way that we experience the world is through our sight but for them it's hearing because you you can't see you know as well obviously under the under the water so their sound is everything for them that's how they migrate uh, if, if the decibels are over a certain level I mean they, they could quite literally die or their migratory, is off and that actually throws off the whole entire ecosystem so it was a big deal for me I spent a couple of months out there in Maui um helped them I've worked with Back to Nature which is in Narcoosi Florida worked with a lot of organizations and um you know but the marketing worked out for me I'd like to think eventually you know I'd get more involved with maybe marketing some of these nonprofits of scientific organizations and we have somewhat mostly through cosplay related um you know, charities and things like that. But that's definitely a, a really big, a really big passion of mine. But that kind of, you know, was part of the many reasons that it led my family and I here to Florida was because we have a lot going on in terms of you know, endangered species and, you know, animal welfare and things like that. Um, And it helps that we got everything entertainment here. I mean, there's a convention literally every other weekend. (laughs) If you're talking about the summer, I mean, there's really no off time here. January, there's just less things going on. Mm -hmm. Um, In February now, they have a big event, Sci-Fi Bartow. Which is a big steampunk event out in Bartow, Florida, where no nobody knows it, nobody goes there except for this event, and this little town is flooded mm. with with pe with, with people. It's it's a really cool looking old school town, kind of like a. You know, um, old westy, old west kind of looking in some in some areas. So when the steampunk people come out, I mean, it's it's perfect. You couldn't ask for a better backdrop or scenario. It's a little bit cooled down by then because you're talking about February, um, and it's great time. So that's kind of the kickoff of the convention season for everyone, and it just really doesn't stop. It just really doesn't stop. We have you know October coming up soon, so there's going to be a lot of events. Obviously, spooky empires one of the biggest events in the country uh, we're going to hopefully do that they moved it to tampa but that's a few hours away so that should be fine holiday Missouri is um is in december that's going to be a big one and my birthday's in october too so basically okay. from october Happy 1st birthday. oh thank you from october 1st to 31st i don't sleep
0: <laughs> <laughs> well when i first asked you to be on the podcast i didn't know i was going to be learning about whales and how to take care of them
1: yes <laughs> it's a. Right, right. Well, no, I mean, hey, it's um, you know, it's it's, it's really an important um, yes, you know, thing thing to, to think about with with FanFit Go, which um, you know, the the marketing and the cosplay take up enough of my time, but with FanFit Go, it's just in general promoting the healthy lifestyle, health, healthy mind, healthy healthy body, and just thinking about these things. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't push. Um, you know, my beliefs on anybody else, I just like to get people thinking, starting a dialogue. You know, what are we consuming that leads to an after effect that could affect our environment? Because, I mean, it affects us. It's, uh, it's a cycle.
0: Yeah. So, you know, uh, well, just
1: get, getting people thinking and, and, and you know, thinking outside of the box is, is really, I think, what I'm here for.
0: I'm wondering how you got into that because you moved from Queens to uh, Orlando, to the Orlando, Florida area, Queens, New York, to Orlando, Florida. Uh, how did your parents end up there were they into the same things environmental and healthy lifestyle and all that or how did the parents yeah. what did the parents do
1: well I'm, i clearly i'm a little bit of an odd an oddball and it's the same thing with my family they're they they do not necessarily understand all this nor will they ever especially the vegetarian i mean for years my grandfather was like you're you're a vegetarian that means you know you could still eat fish right i'm like no grandpa <laughs> um, you know so <laughs> right um but you know like, there's there's a lot of um you know opportunities here too when you know new york is is very overly saturated the cost of living just keeps on going up It it is here now but at the time it was a really good you're talking about um you know 15 years ago almost um at this point gosh i feel old um uh, but what that year was you a, graduate a, a, high school um that was i think 2007
0: that's okay you're you're not old i think you, you look you look well, 12 ha- still to me come on oh I'm my goodness
1: <laughs> i'm turning oh well I see. i wouldn't have known that i wouldn't have known that now i'm turning i'm i'm turning 30 this year
0: Oh, so, that's a good year.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that at first I was like, oh, gosh, like, it's the, you know, the 20s are done. And, and now I'm really more or less looking forward to it. Because if I look back, me at 20, me at 30, um, you know, diff- different people, I, I still have the same loves and things that drive me. But if you had met me then, a lot more quiet and reserved, um, I would have not been able at that time to make the kind of steps and put myself out there like I like I do now, but,
0: but you realize, Katrina, they... that you've done more in yeah. your twenties than most people do. Most of the time, people spend their twenties doing crazy things, and what you oh, did yeah. is you started to build a career. And most of the, most people wait till they're about thirty to actually settle down. You you you're already doing it. You're heading heading in that direction, and you continue with what you were saying. But it's just amazing to me that oh, I'm yeah. talking to you
1: oh thank you thank you um it's I'm I know two modes is what I tell people I know two modes either I'm moving or I'm I'm stopping and I have to keep it moving constantly I mean that's 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 how I am I'm one of those people where I I need to be learning and I need to be doing something otherwise if I'm stagnant in one place um I I, I get really antsy I mean this so, the the last thing that I do on vacation is just lay around by the pool. Some people, oh, I'm going to relax by the pool. It sounds like a good idea, and then I'm immediately I'm thinking about ideas. I'm talking to my team. What if we do this? What if we do that? Checking messages. Um, I, you know, I'm quite literally, uh, you know, addicted to work. But you know, again, it um, it's something that it's it's constantly different. So it, it it keeps it interesting uh, for me. But in terms of moving moving down here, we had some families starting to move down here. The you know the cost of living was getting pretty high. We got a we got a good deal for or my mother got a good deal for for a house down here when I was in you know when I was starting high school and it just it just all kind of worked out. So at first when I moved he, down here, I moved to Kissimmee in the middle of nowhere. So mm-hmm. I'm from. Yeah, I'm from the big city. Then all of a sudden, we're moving literally to a cow town. It was it was a culture shock at first. Um, but I, you know, obviously, I really enjoy nature, so I enjoy part of it. wasn't as many, you know, job opportunities. Getting older and older, I was like, okay, you know, let's um, let's branch out here. So I started moving closer to Orlando. Then, you know, Winter Park area, the Orlando Winter Park area is where I'm at right now. So it's kind of a good mix of you get that city environment, but at the same time, you get um, a little bit of, you know, a mom and pop kind of home feel. And um, it happened to work out because there's a lot of up and coming business owners in this area because it's very expensive to have a location in the middle of the city so they're you know they're going to the outskirts winter park castleberry altamont springs because it's all within a 15 minute drive of the main city area so it worked out uh, for me really well that i i happen to be pretty much central to to everything i I, try, I always try to meet my clients as much as possible um that's that's definitely a big Selling point for us, so it worked out for me. I like I like Kissimmee. Still, kind of at a point in my life though, where I need to be, you know, kind of at the center of things. But I'm sure when I'm older and I get to the point where you know we have a lot more people in management helping to run it, things will be different. Ultimately, the goal is to um, actually take this show on the road. Literally, hmm. I don't know if you've heard of tiny houses. I've heard uh, of it, but I want to. Mm hmm. Um, we've actually talked to a couple of tiny house companies and I've tried to make deals with them and things like that hasn't hasn't quite worked out yet. But the ultimate goal is to you know travel with a, with a mobile marketing house that I live in part of the time and we travel to our customers all over the country and we do conventions that way and and tape it, make it into a show. That's, that is a, a big goal of mine. Probably try that out for a year or two, see how that goes, see how, you know, if it, if it, if it takes off, that could be something where even the show itself gets sponsored, uh, because it's such a, it's, it's something that people are not are not doing right now. Plus, it gives me a place to store all the costumes. My entire walk-in closet is basically all costumes.
0: <laughs> I imagine so. so.
1: It gives it gives me a, a, a place to do that. Um, you know, and then obviously or Orlando somewhere in Orlando would be um, a home base yep. but that's the advantage of not of not having a regular you know standard office in an office building is that I could come to you whether whether it's you know whether it's local or it's in another state and you know with that mobile um, that mobile marketing you know home um, I can I can do that stay over somewhere um, kind of do everything in a, in a bigger way so I don't have to worry about packing up things in a car. I have an entire house that's on wheels. You can make it as, as long as you want. So it could be, you know, 50 feet or however long, like, um, as long as it fits the restrictions of, of, of the road and you can haul it or something, you can you can pretty much go um, anywhere,
0: so I'll be looking for the geek unique trailer passing by through my town tune. <laughs> right, you, you'll be like
1: you, you'll see my face on the side of it. You'll be like, Wait a minute, is
0: that the that <laughs> "Can't you can't speak in that, anywhere because okay. they know you're there." You, you know what's funny is you well, you lived in Winter Park oh, and huh? I, I lived in Winter Park for about a year in '95. Oh, oh. I remember that it was so uh, well. If you went into the into town into Church Street in particular, it, it was so packed, full it's uh it's it's like overflowing i don't even know how to explain it uh, my brother used to say 20 pounds of poop in a 10 pound bag and it, yeah. and it was like it it orlando has so much to do there and a lot of people don't know that it's an hour away pretty much from the ocean it's in the middle of the state uh, yes so but uh you, how, what do you do in orlando uh f- i mean when you're not doing conventions uh what do you what do you like to do katrina
1: um, sleep. <laughs> if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not work. I mean, you honestly, even my off time is, is kind of work case in point. We did the red carpet event. Um, it was my friend's birthday afterwards. So we, you know, the, the group of us, we went downtown to meet her. She might be moving out of state. So I'm like, you know, I, I really got to see her there. I, 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 I had fans come up to me, people who knew me. I was handing out business cards and we're there, you know, at a at a at a bar hanging out and I'm meeting people who own tattoo shops and you know, or start are starting up business. So I don't exactly always stop, um, but I, I try at least once a week, you know, probably on Sunday. Sundays is family day. So will go out, have dinner with my family, um, you know, a workout time is, you know, it's kind of my me time, working out is kind of my zen time, that's kind of here and there in between the day. I have alarms set on my phones to do meditation sessions because of all that Moving around and things like that. Sometimes it's good to kind of ground yourself, but usually I just take off Sundays. I do something with the the family, rest, catch up. Um, I don't know if you you've you've seen my feed with my dog. I have a little I have a little four pound Papillon. Yeah. So me and her we like to we like to do um, little fun activities. She's great and she's she's funny. She looks like a meme herself. She kind of looks like a gremlin from the movie Gremlins. And she's so, she's so adorable. <laughs> so we'll go to like a park or something like that. And I get to see her run around she's 15 years old. You wouldn't know it though. She's very active for her age. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: How big so, a family yeah, do they, you have? Katrina? I do.
1: A pretty big family. We're kind of all over the place. Um, mostly Florida, but oh, between Florida and New York, um, big Italian family. My grandfather had three kids. Each of them has had several kids. Um, my father's side, when I was born, he was a lot older than me, so not all of them are with us, but the ones that are mostly in New York, some in Puerto Rico. Um, I have family in Europe, some of which I've never really met in real life. We've just Skyped, or I've talked to them online because it's, it's so far. That's a, a really big goal of mine. That would be great to do some conventions in Europe. The the cosplay scene there, a um, lot of it is new and up and coming, so it's it should be pretty interesting. So that, that's another goal is to go to, to Europe eventually. Um, mostly locally here is my mom, my stepdad, and you know a few cousins. And they're you know they're busy also kind of doing their own thing. One of my cousins, she just um, opened up a, a yoga company. Um, she travels around does you know does um, you know yoga classes all over the place. A lot for business professionals too though. So she were very similar in that um, in that sense. So you know everyone we we try to. You try to stay busy. Sunday is kind of the the day to to reconnect, though, so that's
0: always nice. Oh yeah, I try to keep Sundays lazy Sunday because I work through the week. I've actually taken uh, some time off in my day job so I can do more podcasting and learn more from people. And I'm learning today from you, Katrina Texador. That mm-hmm. so fantastic. So many facets uh, of your different life and different business, and uh, so man you must have started doing this cosplay thing so young because you say you've been in this business for 15 years that's that that means you started when you were 15 thinking about this trying to to make it into a job so how, when did that start how, how did that begin you went to high school in in Orlando and in, in or Kissimmee uh, or I guess it's yeah. Kissimmee, <laughs>
1: Kissimmee yeah. Yeah. I've always Kissimmee. pronounced
0: it wrong I'm from Miami so I'm I'm, I'm familiar with the area uh, but yeah. but uh, you know K- Kissimmee yes. is the way to Kissimmee. say it and is that where you went to high school yeah
1: yeah I, I yeah I went to um new dimensions, which is a, a charter school specifically in Poinciana. so poinciana is more Kissimmee than Kissimmee. it's it's <laughs> far it's kind of far it's far and remote um off the beaten path um but you know i like i really like that high school it was um you know because it's a charter school, you kind of get a little bit more personalized treatment there um and that's always good' cause, you know it's um you know it's difficult kind of. Learning in a, in a high school environment, at least in my opinion, where you got thousands and thousands of people there and they, they don't have any time to to spend with you. Um, I would I would say you know, like I said, uh, at first the you know the end goal was to get involved in environmental science with animals somehow. Um, I always wanted to travel. Originally, it was going to be through doing different projects with endangered species, but traveling was always a part of it. And I knew that geek culture um, was something I always wanted to incorporate somehow. So whether it was, hey, I'm traveling to this state um, to, to study this animal. Let me go to a convention or hit up some comic book stores, things like that. You know, it was always going to be a part of the plan. It was how I put it together. And when it started working out that, okay, being an entrepreneur was the direction I needed to go, I said, why would I have this going on with the health and fitness and the cosplay and the marketing? Why does it all have to be separate? Um, If you watch, I don't know if you watch any kind of motivational videos, but if you you watch Gary Vee, for example, one of them, he always says, Give people more reasons to follow you, not less. And I, you know, I always believe that. Why? Why would I? You know, and why would I not put them together? Because eventually, if you're following me with my marketing, you're going to see my cosplay anyway. you're going to see my fitness stuff. Um, but how how you put it together is a very delicate dance. Um, you know of of how how it's how it's perceived. Um, how how you explain it. And, um it's it's taken a while to get to where we need to to be but I, I think we've definitely gotten some legs we were you know we're figuring that out there's probably a good six months to a year where I was just constantly writing down ideas for this concept before anything even saw the light of day before I even told anybody what when, I wanted when, to
0: when when was this what year how old were you when you were thinking about this?
1: Well, I mean, I I thought about what like what if what if we tried this if right. like we try that for 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 many years, but the business marketing itself launched about a year year and a half ago and mm. prior to that we had FanFit go for about a year. So before I started kind of thinking what how are we putting this all out there? You're talking about two or three years ago where I started kind of pushing out that that plan um you've marketed
0: and, it so well that it feels like yes. it's been around for so much longer yes <laughs> okay the yeah. the beginnings of cosplay were you learning elvish up in queens as a young child uh, when did you start doing the cosplay uh you know going to conventions was that when you got to florida
1: that was, yes so i i didn't actually go to my first convention until i until i was in florida um i was probably a Somewhere around 18 to 20 years old, probably 18 or 19 years old. The first one was MegaCon. Um, I wasn't dressed in any particular special costume. It was just something from one of these Halloween stores because I didn't I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> and I mean, Mega, MegaCon MegaCon has only grown, um, but back then it was still very big for me. And as soon as I experienced it, most people are like. Okay, this is really cool. Like, I want to go again and do another thing, or maybe I'll have a better costume next time. And I'm like, not only do I want a better costume, I want I want the best costume out there, and I want to do this for a living. I want to do this for life. Oh, for like, sure. sure. <laughs> so I'm like, like, like I'm like I'm done. I figured it out now, and um, you know, it. it it's, I started going to more over time, and I made it a point to network. So you know, rather than. You know, if, if I talk to people, I talk to them, going out of my comfort zone, each person, each time with the goal being let's have a meaningful connection with them and see what we can do to make this goal happen. How can I help them and how can they how can they help me to get to where they need to go? You know, so the people who would talk to me, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, you know, get paid for a gig. Well, what kind of costumes do you have? Um, you know, and I would get people booked, even if it's just for – you know, birthdays or family events that that can be super profitable here. I mean, generally speaking, I'll get paid uh, fifty dollars an an hour for my Batgirl costume or Fantastic. Wonder Woman or you know some of my my my, my big ones. Um, yeah, and and that's and that's normal for for birthday parties here. Um, and I mean, you can do that if you're if you're marketing yourself the right way. You can do that every single weekend but so you realize that, you that you're make, saying it, yeah. what you're
0: saying the underlying of what you're saying is you got to put the work in you can't go in there in yeah. some kind of flimsy costume you got to really do the job mm-hmm. if you're gonna be batgirl be batgirl uh, and, and be in character for the kids because they're looking for magic apart. yes you, yeah you, you can't you gotta, come, come you gotta, back out and be katrina no apart. you got to get in there and you're batgirl for the whole time uh, you're mm-hmm. doing Batgirl things. You're uh, taking pictures and poses, and you're you're mm-hmm. not coming out of character. So this is acting, and you've said that you've you did a little bit of acting. Uh, yes. When did you start the up, acting did, part? Yeah.
1: Um. Well, I took I took acting classes growing up because the the dance studio component of it it was it was attached simultaneously. With the acting, so I went to American Dance and Drama. If anybody's listening out there and they're from Queens, you might have heard of American Dance and Drama. Fantastic studio, family run for many years. Um, great people there, um, and I was always involved with the dance part of it. And over time, I'm like, you know what? Let me let me try this acting thing. So I took classes there for a while. Um, high school kind of got involved with, you know, fan films here and there, things like that. Just kind of making like brief appearances for it. And I would say really more of my acting knowledge came from working with YouTubers. Okay, um, I like to, I, I love to promote a, and work with a lot of YouTubers too. So, but did you do any acting of,
0: back then or, or do any plays at all?
1: Um, I never really did anything okay. super professional. I mean, everything was indie, mostly taking classes. I mean, what I wanted to get out of it wasn't, oh, I want to be in, um, you know, a big, a big show right. or on TV or all this other stuff. Which, which is, which is great, and, all, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But I wanted to learn communication, how to get out of my shell. I was very. Uh, quiet antisocial and it took a lot for me to get to where I am now and that that's really what's the goal is you know how how can I meet massive groups of people from different walks of life and not feel like oh my god what is going on you
0: put some tools you know? in your and, toolbox and, and that, is what you did
1: right that's that's how I saw it I mean and, and no matter what you do in life, I think taking some acting classes and or communication or something. I mean, I think in this day and age, it's essential for everyone. Just like knowing how to market yourself online, even if you're not a business owner. Nowadays, when people are hiring you, they're gonna look at your you're, they're gonna look at your Facebook, they're gonna look at your LinkedIn. You need at least a crash course in all of these tools to be able to succeed in life. It's just the way it is. So, and I knew, and I knew that back then. And I was, you know, I was tired of being kind of stuck in my shell where, where I was. So that's where the acting came in. And I mean, it's, it's great that now I get to use it sometimes to be featured in, you know, YouTube videos and things like that, or our own content too. So, um, you know, the videos we, we produce and and things like that. I do a lot more, I do a lot of behind the scenes now too, uh, because I have to, you know, manage everything, but you know, it does, it does it's fun to be in front of the camera, too.
0: All right. So well, what YouTube videos have, have you been in, that you've been featured in, where you get to do your your acting, do your thing, Katrina Texador?
1: Um, mostly what I'll do is being an interviewer, because that's the, the vast majority of content we're going to conventions. I'm interviewing other, other cosplayers and interviewing um, other business owners, so that's mostly how I'm featured. I've been in some sketches where I am... You know, Batgirl. is the the main thing. I've been in a couple where I was um Electra. Did a fight scene for that one. That's pretty difficult. Um, yeah, fight training is way more difficult than it than it looks like. That's that's acting mixed with working out, I mean, and you're, you're sweating by the end of it. And we're talking about a video where it's edited. It's only like two minutes long. You're still doing that for three or four hours. So there's a, there's a a lot that, that kind of um, goes into it, which is part of the reason why I'll kind of take a backseat role sometimes and I'll let other people get involved in it because three or four hours, that's, that's half of a convention right there just for one um, video, but I do enjoy it. it's one of those things where um, I'm making it a point now, going into October being my birthday month, everything like that. Halloween, I'm gonna try to get involved more with with projects um, when I can.
0: Yeah. Uh, October is a big month for cosplayers in particular. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, if, if uh, there's some people that I know that in this town that if they could dress up every day, they would. And some of them do. Some of them, you know, have the purple hair and the pink hair and have that lifestyle yeah. where, where they're always dressed up. Uh, is Now, you say that there's a conventions every other week over there but there's other things that a cosplayer can do uh when there's no conventions uh, do you do right. any any of the other events per uh, like going to the hospitals maybe and and doing those other things where where these uh superheroes go and visit with people
1: right so um i've i haven't had enough time to do as much charity work as I'd like to do this year, but I've done that. I've gotten visited children in, in hospitals and things of that nature. Um, charity events where they're you know raising money for you know some some uh, child surgery or something like that. I've done a, I've I've done a lot of that. Definitely would love to do more of that. Sometimes they have meetup events that are not just full conventions. They're just meeting up, um, people kind of doing like a group, a group photo shoot or just getting to know each other kind of thing. And they have at you know, different bars and restaurants now cosplay nights that are not. You know, exactly marketed as cosplay, but it's a, it's a theme night. So, you know, you'll have like gothic theme or steampunk thing because it's, it's, it's so mainstream and recognizable. They know it's going to draw people in, even at least as, as spectators. So there's really always something to do. And, um, you know, but if I feel like. If I feel like dressing up, wherever I go, if it's the grocery store, I don't care. And if anything, it almost makes me want to do it more because, you know, you're going to get a reaction. And I always, you know, always got the cameras with me, always, you know, doing things for social media. So it it could be a reaction video. There are plenty of times where I went to downtown Orlando. There was no theme at all. I'm dressed in full back girl, you know, interacting, interacting with people. um, And it's great. The gym, too. What what's really what's really fun is dressing cosplay at the gym, obvi- obviously in workout gear, which they they, they do have, you know, Batgirl, Batman themed workout gear. And my gloves are comfortable enough to to use when I'm lifting. So one time in particular, that's what I that's what stood out to me. That's what I did. I had just dyed my hair red at the time. I usually keep it red because I do a lot of Barbara Gordon, and I had you know, a, a Batgirl workout outfit on and I, and I had actual Batman gloves on and my sneakers were yellow and everything. So I was in theme, just kind of doing my thing, working out. Um, because it feels good. When you look good, you feel good. I love these characters. It, it really, for me, it enhances the workout. I had a guy that came up um, to me after I was done with one of my sets and he goes, you know what? I was having a really bad day. I have struggled with depression my whole life. I had some really dark thoughts earlier. I've I've, been going through a lot of stuff personally. And then you came in and I saw you having fun, enjoying your workout in costume. And I said to myself, you know what? Life isn't so bad. You know, it's going to get better. And you made me happy. And I just want to say thank you. And he was so nice. And it, it it made my day. Um, and it's amazing like, that's, what that's, you can do yeah.
0: just dressing yeah. up for you know you're dressing up for yourself and and here you're making this person's day and possibly even saving their psyche their life their you know who knows what they could have done if they hadn't if you hadn't put a smile on their face with your costume that's great it's
1: it's, it's I mean that's that's really that's to me that is that is a big factor of of why I do it. Of course any article, clothing that you're wearing at the end of the day, it's gotta be for you. But it's it's more than dressing up or even just a lifestyle. It's what that means. That symbol means something to people. It's recognized. It's one of the most recognized symbols. The bat the bat symbol is one of the most recognized symbols in the entire world, not even just this country, the entire world. Um, it's right, it's right up there with the Coca-Cola symbol, the cross, the Judaic symbol. You got Batman and Superman symbol up there, the most recognized symbols in the entire world. So it, it brings people together, immediately gives you an emotion and makes you think about something. You're standing for something greater than yourself. And it also stands for, hey, you know, you can get through this. Yeah. Batman has been through a lot of, divert, you know, a lot of terrible things and he always comes out on top and he tries to constantly better himself. And that's what I stand for. So it's more than just, hey, I think this character looks cool. She does cool things. It's what it represents. And I try to the best of my ability to live my life in that way, how it represents I, I take in, <laughs> I take it seriously.
0: I look in my closet. <laughs> you know I have at least two Batman shirts and a and a Batman mask. So yeah, I'm with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and there it you
0: just go. it just makes you feel good. Now, Batgirl is your your main cosplay, but the Elektra yeah. that I saw you in was fantastic and and a surprise. It's nice that that you picked up on something that is not done every day. I, I see Harleys all the time now. I see yes. I see Batgirls uh, from time to time. And not quite as much as the Harleys, but the Electra. You pulled one out that doesn't get done as often. D- is that something that you like to do with your cosplay, is pull other strong female characters out that maybe don't have the spotlight all the time?
1: Um, That would... That would definitely be a factor of consideration. Um, I don't. I don't like having something that everyone has, even down to a regular outfit. If I go out and I see three people with the same shirt or something like that, I might. I might get rid of it. Uh, um, so I'm not doing it. You no, because you're geek um,
0: unique, not geek the same.
1: <laughs> right. Right. I don't think people would follow Geek the same cosplay as much as as much as Geeky Me. Geek. But, um, you know, the comic book versions rather than the movie versions sometimes stand out to me because most people, they're not going to necessarily read the comic books. They're going to go see the movies. It's, it's going to be more common. Um, so people are going to see that. And it starts a dialogue because they're like, okay, this looks like something I've seen in a show or a movie, but I'm not sure what it is. And that's a you know that's a conversation starter. Oh, did you know that this character got this start in this comic book? It came out then and we 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 start we start talking about it. and the Electra too. Um most people who do Electra they do the show version. So for me, I I wanted to do the comic book version and it worked out because I happened to be at the mall and that dress was there at a store and it was like it was like made for Electra. That that is one that I didn't get um Custom made or made by a designer. It happened to be a an a dress that looked exactly like Elektra off the off the shelf. So I got really lucky with that one. So I was like, okay, this has got to happen. And then I did a charity event. Afterwards, I didn't I didn't have any good size. I just got something cheap. At that time, because it was the, my first time in that costume, I didn't know how people would feel about it. I, I usually kind of, you know, I don't necessarily go all in with every single character. If it's if it's Batgirl, of course, I'm going to, but other <laughs> characters, maybe not. And I did a, I did a charity event and as a, as a lecturer had my, you know, my size which, you know, didn't look that great but, you know, editing, of course, helps. Um, and the person there who was um, one of the other main cosplayers, she came up to me and she gave me a pair of real size wow. that she had that she had stitched on some really cool writing to make it look like, you know, it's like, you know, some kind of like foreign language or something like that kind of, kind of thing, like this really cool design on it. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, can I use this for a picture? She's like, no, I'm giving this to you. I'm like, wow, you're giving this to me. She's like, she's like, yeah. Um, you know, I, I saw your costume and I thought about you and you know, I, I love everything you're doing. And I want to give this to you as a gift. And it was, it was so sweet of her and, um, obviously you inspired really her it.
0: is what you did. Katrina, you, she, you, inspired she was young. Her. Yeah.
1: She, she's like 16, 17. So, um, you know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely happy that I could have, you know, influenced her in that way. But now that's the size that I use. Um, but because they're real, obviously you can't bring it into every convention. They have um, restrictions on it. The, the ends are dull though. <laughs> can't, can't really stab anyone um, unless you really want to. Hey, no, you no, wouldn't. I
0: don't, you I, don't, wouldn't. I, don't, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend <laughs> it. It wouldn't, wouldn't be good
1: um be an interesting story but no yeah no don't don't do it don't do that yeah, that's it. right
0: kids um, don't do it
1: <laughs> yeah and size are um surprisingly pretty heavy too so i mean and it's it's good it's good to um if you're ever going to do any kind of combat training too, to get something that at least has the same kind of weight because it's completely different i mean the same thing with a regular sword versus a a foam sword or things like that, and combat training—that's on my to-do list
0: too. Yes, that's to what, that was going to be my that. next question: is—is is have you had any of this training to to maybe work mm-hmm. with your tools? Because I know Batgirl has fighting techniques, and and uh, and Wonder Woman as well, and and some of the other characters that you play. Uh, that that would be something to add a little more flavor if you had uh, a martial arts background in, in that. And and the flexibility to do some of these poses and such. Uh, have you had any of that training? I know you did the dancing early on in life. Uh, did that help you I, at all?
1: Um, it, it it definitely helps with with discipline, um, and flexibility, and um, remembering different moves. Dance kind co- is is somewhat correlated to combat training because you have to go through different moves and, and steps, and you have to know how how. to to breathe. Otherwise you're going to get, you're going to get winded real quick. Um, I took, I think about three or four years of karate, but that was a long time ago that was growing up. Um, so that's, that's definitely on my list is to be able to do more, um, combat training for working out purposes, you know, for fun, I've done kickboxing and things like that, um, enough to where, I know, I know kind of how to move around, how to do the certain poses, but in terms of, um, you know, actual fight choreography that would be definitely cool to learn. So if anybody out there does fight choreography and you're in my area um, and we can connect with my, with my schedule, that's the thing too, is my schedule is so crazy. Sometimes it's, it's hard taking on something else. And I don't, I don't do things in half measures. So if I'm going to start combat training, you're going to see me training like Rocky, like the next day. <laughs> so it's like, I, I, I almost like don't want anybody to hit me up about that. Cause I'm like, this like, it's like another thing that I have to do. But um I mean, it okay. would be okay when I was in soon. Orlando. It would be fun. It would, it would definitely be really fun and yeah. relevant for for what I for what I do.
0: You're touching upon something. When I was in Winter Park, I used to okay, I didn't do it that often, but I ran or jogged from Winter Park all the way to Church Street uh, to go to the Church Street uh, gym and, and go box. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of miles. It, it was you know, and these are I would do my do it on my days off. I was working at uh, at the Bally's Health and Fitness, but then on my days off, I would go and jog over to the Candyman's Gym on Church Street, which it, it felt like it was twenty miles. I never I never mm-hmm. measured it, but it felt long. And, and And I would start very early in the morning, get there somewhere around noon, and then and then box for a little while. So yeah, Candyman's Gym. I hope it's mm-hmm. still there. I'm I'm guessing. It might be there. I don't know if Candyman is still around, though. He was he was getting a little bit older when, when I got there in mm. 95. So that's a possibility. I have to give a shout-out. Because you're making me think about things in Orlando, Florida. There's yeah. so much to do there. And, yeah, you could walk down Church Street as Batgirl and just flip people out. They will have such a good time seeing you out there. And I think we've talked a lot about the geek, unique cosplay Let's talk about the fan fit go. What is that facet? I know you say you don't preach to people about your lifestyle, but what you do, essentially, to me as a follower, is you put it out there as a as an yeah. inspiration to people uh, to get fit and to uh, to be fans to be fit and to go. Uh, tell me more about that, Katrina Texador.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, the the inspiration with that was my, you know, with my background in, um, you know, science, animals, environmentalism, health, things like that. So it started out as being a way to health coach people from online who lived um, a on the go lifestyle. So it can fit in with people who are entrepreneurs who are, who are on the go, um, convention goers, people who they don't necessarily have a lot of time on their hands. Maybe you have twenty or thirty minutes to fit in for a workout. How do you do that in a way that's effective that's going to you know not only make you look better, but make you feel better? And that's kind of the most important thing to me, it's not necessarily a a number, it's a feeling. I want people to have a uh, a better quality of life. I grew up with, Processed foods, people who um, didn't understand the value of working out, constantly drinking sodas and things like that—that that just really weigh on your bar- body after a while. A lot of high fructose corn syrup, things like that. That's just not the best for us. And I kept on, you know, over time. I'm like, I'm so young, but I feel kind of worn down. And um, with that condition, I have scoliosis, which is a, a curvature of the, uh, of the spine. Um, inflammation is something that I'm constantly dealing with, even if as healthy as I eat, it's still sometimes a problem for me. I, I have to really think about these things to combat the pain that's associated with that. When you have a misalignment of the spine, it can cause headaches, um, obviously, it can make you really tired. Muscle muscle spasms, random muscle spasms. I could be talking to someone and get a, uh, get some pain that shoots right in my hip, and it can make me drop to the floor if it's bad enough. I mean, if the infl- if it's if it's a, if the inflammation's bad enough, and that's it's actually a, a fairly common condition. A lot of people have some kind of form of it. I was born with the cord wrapped around my body, mm. and I think that that's part of it. Is it kind of Contorted that, and then I got into a car accident in college that um, made my condition worse. I think that was part of where the health advocacy came from. Is my con- my condition worsened after the car accident? So I had to kind of rehabilitate myself a bit, and I had to be a, a lot more strict on myself as to what I consume, the kind of exercise that I did, and um, so I started out health coaching. With marketing, cosplay, and everything else, it kind of took a focus in that. So a lot of the information I just kind of give out to people. I kind of just help them. I don't charge as much or really anything at all for my health coaching um, anymore because you know I can kind of instruct people from my computer. Um, so it's it's easier for for me at this point to do that. So um, you know I can give people a lot of knowledge in a, in a short period of time to help them, and it's kind of more of a way to. Also, um, you know, talk as myself, not necessarily as a cosplayer, as a marketing person, is a little bit of a, I guess, a personal account to, and just a way to, um, in, 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 inspire people, but also myself. I I keep I keep myself accountable by using my platforms and platforms like FanFit Go um, as, as well. And, you know, I have bad days too. I, I, I struggled with depression when I was younger. Um, and I talk about that, you know, I say, Hey, it's okay because this is something that's going to pass. And, and, you know, as long as you know that you're, you're doing fine and there's other people like that, that have struggled with that, it, it helps. Um, so you know, I put that out there. Scoliosis and everything. I took a picture not too long ago with my back brace. I had never done that before. I have a pink back brace. I'm wearing it right now while I type, because if not, I'll be I'll be stiff for days, stuck in bed. So I have to I have to wear a back brace most of the time. If I'm not you know in cosplay, I, I have to wear it. And so I took first time I took a picture with it um, the other day. And I'm like this is this is me how I normally am when I when I work. And a lot a lot of people wrote me. Oh hey, you know I have scoliosis too. I didn't feel comfortable wearing, you know, a back brace and everything like that because I didn't want people to judge me. But like yours actually looks cute because I, you know, I have to have it in a cool color, you know. And like, where do I get it from? And thank you for for mentioning that and everything. So, yeah, I you know I I hope with everything I do that. um I can I can help someone or make you know make someone's day because if I make other people happy it makes me happy.
0: Yeah, I I saw that uh, when you were with your back, back brace and you were all smiley and I, my sister had had scoliosis and I think she fused a couple of uh, of uh, her, her spine spine uh, together. Is that something that you had to do or are you straightening it out with the, the back fusion. brace? The fusion. A that's fusion, it. fusion.
1: Yeah, the the fusion they considered it. But at that point, they said that with my my age, it would not have been good to do the the surgery. Um, so I opted for every type of natural method I could I could pretty much do um, in lieu of of doing that because I did not I did not want to have to go through. Surgery, as it stands right now, the only only type of surgery I've ever had was to remove my wisdom teeth, and that and that was it. I'd like to keep it that way as much as possible. So I just focused um, really um, really heavily on the healthy healthy diet and exercise. Um, You know, that's everything from weights to yoga, a lot of you know meditation, because a lot of the any a lot of physical pain really is mental, um, truthfully. So focusing on that to massage therapy, I do acupuncture. I've done cupping, cupping treatments, things like that. Um, I've done physical physical therapy. I have a really great massage therapist. Actually, I used to promote him too. I did it so well, I put myself out of business. Now he has so much business that he cannot he cannot work even a whole other hour. He he would he would be done. Um, so. <laughs> He didn't need me. He didn't need me anymore. But I still, I still go. I still go to him um, once or twice a month to get to get treatments. And he specializes in conditions like mine. He's worked with a lot of people that have been, um, you know, in car accidents and things like that. So the repair type of massage is not like how you picture that. You know, you're just in this. You're just so relaxed, and everything is just. You know, everything feels good. It's like he's he's moving things around and popping it and. Um, you know, manipulating my joints, and there's work involved. Almost uh, a chiropractor, to, almost to re- to realign me. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone to chiropractors too. I don't have one that I consistently go to now because the massage, acupuncture, and cupping happens to work really well for me. Right. But I tell everyone, try what you can. Um, you know, within reason, within your budget. What, what you know, what what you are comfortable with. And find what works for you, and set up a routine. But never make your routine um, very but too consistent, because you you need mu- what's called muscle confusion. You right. don't want to do the same thing every single day, because your body will get used to it, and you'll have you know the, there's something called the rate of diminishing returns, right? So eventually, what was working before won't work then. So you'll have to do you know more. Of a you know of a session longer session or more of a dosage of whatever it is and you may not necessarily um, be able to to do that so you have to kind of switch things up I've tried chirotherapy, which What's is that? freezing cold temp Chirotherapy free. you go into this chamber and it looks like a movie like you're going into this chamber and they hit you with this this freezing cold temperature. Um, and, that, and that sets your body into this mode where it's kind of going into repairing itself, um, and it's just for a couple of minutes. Anything more than that, you know, it, it has the opposite effect. And not enough will put your body into that state. And the first time you do it, it's like, it's like kind of shocking. It's like, whoa, what's going on? But uh, especially being in Florida, freezing cold temperatures – you know, it's a little weird. Um, but that that's something that's that's really cool. Actually has um, anti-aging properties too. It makes your metabolism um, run faster too. Compression therapy is really good. That's essentially where they're compressing the muscles in, in certain areas to get the blood flow there. That's kind of what they do somewhat in massage, but sitting in a in a compression chair or standing up in a in a you know in a compression device kinda of gets all that area at once tens units are really good that's where you can shock your muscles and kind of wake up your muscles by these like little tiny electrode things um but it's still very light it just kind of feels like a pulsating thing it's not like it's so like electricity going through your body like pikachu you know it's like it's it's light in the different areas of your muscles i mean i've 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 tried so many things i'm actually going to be doing acupuncture um tomorrow i have a girl she she's mobile she goes to to everyone and she does acupuncture in their house, so I mean, a lot of the stuff you can do from the comfort of your own home, too, which is great.
0: Oh, it's nice to have mobile no uh, uh, mobile facilities, mobile people, and you're be- you're going to become one of those mobile people that's going to bring your cause marketing to people uh, with your. T- w- uh, you say you're going to put a tiny house on a trailer and go. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> the, the, can, I, can I take? Yeah, li- literally take the the show on the road eventually. I'm so yeah, that excited be about yeah, I mean at least at least maybe to to say that I did it for a summer, you know what I mean? And when when I can you know save up the capital, get a house, put it on the property, and you know either use it like an office or you know rent rent it out like a mother in law suite kind of thing, um, <laughs> you know, for extra income. Start I'm your thinking, own Airbnb you know, there. You know, you can make make, make Yeah, oh, so there are people that's all they do is Airbnb. I I, I met a woman out in Cocoa Beach. And um, she's a single mom, and that's how she supports her son. So she took her her property. She's got her her you know little property of her and her and her little boy. And she's got two or three little tiny houses, but they're not they're not mobile. Um, regular structures there renting out on an Airbnb. And because it's it's right by Coco Beach, she's renting it out for like two or three hundred a night. And she's always got people there and all she's doing is managing that and she's making a hell of a lot more money than when she was an accountant
0: amazing
1: by doing that it, yeah it, the things it, you it, can it, do if you world just that we think live
0: in. yeah if you just think about what you want to do you can make money doing th- doing you, you don't think that you can all right when I was younger, I used, they used to say, hey, don't uh, let people into your house. Don't let strangers into your house. And then, and then here we are doing Airbnb. It, it's not right. quite the same because I know that there's rating scales and all that. And I'm not exactly sure what Airbnb does because I, I haven't had the, the pleasure of using it. I, I still go to hotels if I have to from time to time. But they do the same thing with the Ubers as well. Don't get in a stranger's car and get a ride. Well, that's what you're doing. You're yeah. calling, calling a stranger to, to give you a ride. So. It, it's an amazing time that we're we're living in. Where you you trust people, and I find that most people are are good. Most people are are nice, and and they're not going to do any harm to you. Uh, but uh, you know, sometimes you trust the wrong person, and ooh, there's that one. You know, that one silly silly person. Uh, so have have you found that? Have you ever had to stay in an Airbnb or, or take an Uber, and and never had any problems with that?
1: Um i've I've never not really um I think the only issue would have would be occasionally um you know a language barrier or something like that when um, you know, if I'm getting in the car with somebody who doesn't speak the same language as me, but never really any issues with that with with, with that um per se. The thing with in our day and age too is everyone. I mean I hate to say it but we're we're all kind of being watched one way or the other. We're all we're all we all have a a public medium now, the internet, social media, everything, where, you know, it's if you're doing something wrong to someone else, I mean, in five minutes, everyone can find out. Everybody's got a, a phone <laughs> attached to their camera. It's a whole different landscape. So if you're not giving someone good customer service or, or you're just not a nice person, people are going to know about it and they're going to talk. Um, and, and especially Florida, because Florida is one of those places where, yeah, it's a big city, but at the same time, you know, everyone knows each other, even if you're not trying to, even if you're not me making a point to know, to know everyone, um, you know, it's still, it's a large city, but it still has a small town feel in that, in that sense. So you almost, you almost, you know, it's, it holds, it, hold, it holds people accountable. And, you know, in this, in this day and age. So, I mean, it's, 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 there's good things and bad things with that, that we can say, but um, knowing, to me, knowing other people could be watching makes me personally want to, you know, be a better person to put, to make, to make sure what, what they, what they see is, is something positive and everybody, you know, is is human. We all have our moments, but um, in in this day and age, you, you have to have a good rapport everywhere you go. And you don't know who can like when I, when I used to work retail in my younger days, you don't know who can come into your store and they might be a millionaire. I met a guy once who, um, was was dressed pretty poorly. There was nothing really that stood out to me. I was like, man, this guy has money. and i I talked to him over the course of time. I was working at a pet store. He would bring his dog in all the time. and I found out that he owned like five cattle ranches. He's a <laughs> multimillionaire and everything like that. and and I mean you know, we're just we're just talking about, Whatever, probably comic books, because you know me, right. and and it's just like it's like a small world. You don't you don't know what people are doing, or even the people who Uber. They're are people who I met that they're not doing this full time, or even just a side hustle to make extra money. They're doing that to meet people because they know they're going to meet all different types of people, um, and they they have successful businesses. They're just doing it to to make connections, um, and because they have a little bit of extra time in, in their in their schedule and whatever you know timeframe. To to do that, and they're like, "Why not? I'll make some extra cash doing it." It's what happened that somebody else that I got that I um, i i got I, I got them on Uber. Um, they buy and flip houses, and they had just made their first um, million dollar flips. And they and I and I was in the the car with them, and they were telling me about it. So you just don't know.
0: Yeah, I if mean, and nowadays, if and when I become a a, yeah, if and when I become a millionaire, Katrina, I, I, I want to be that millionaire that doesn't flash his money around. Uh, just live right. simply, still, and, and and just live your life and and be good to people. And it seems like that's what you do. You are always always have a smiley face, and and with your your cosplay, you make people happy, and with your fan fit go, you you make people healthy. Uh, so, and with your cause marketing, you are making people better, and, and so. Uh, i mean just branch out into the into the facets of you and how they can get a hold of you i think you've explained pretty much who you are and what you do that is fantastic katrina tehedor texedor <laughs> i got to say it the right way <laughs> there's a lot of syllables in there they jammed the C yeah. in the middle of that texedor So Um, give the people an idea of how to get a hold of you and, and, and all the different facets of what you do in a nutshell, I guess.
1: Right. Well, in a night in a nutshell, you, you can say that I, um, I promote, um, I guess you could say I promote financial health success, um, all kind of wrapped into one while, um, you know, living a, you know, off-the-cuff kind of lifestyle with, with my cosplay, enjoying yourself while doing it. Um, again, I own a marketing company, so we help small business owners um, and um, a new term, solopreneurs. So those are people who are, you know, maybe people who are cosplayers or actors trying to go professionally, but they don't necessarily own a business. They are their their own business, things like that. Through Fanfic Go, we're helping people get uh, healthy, who lives on an on-the-go type lifestyle? Through my cosplay, I kind of tie that all together um, in a in a neat bow. Through you know my cosplay my my charity work and things like that. Just um, you know promoting being who you are and, lo- and loving who you you know how how you live your life and um, just being your being yourself. There's really no reason to hold yourself back. If you you wanna you want you wanna cosplay, go go ahead and do that. Um, you know, be be your be yourself above all else. How you can get a hold of me, the best way to get a hold of me is through my marketing website, which is cosmarketingagency.com. That's cosmarketingagency.com. You can also email me at CosMarketingAgency@gmail.com. at gmail.com Phone numbers also on the website. Of course, we're on social media since social media is a big part of what we do. So that's at Cause Marketing Agency everywhere, at Geek Unique Cosplay Everywhere, at FanFitGo, um everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, you name it. We're on it. You can find us there with cause marketing agency being the uh, main hub of operations.
0: Yeah. Now tell me about the the, fastest
1: way to get a of thing.
0: Tell me about your modeling career with the all around talent. Is that something that's brand new or is that, that's something that, that happened before um, that you were thinking about?
1: I've been a model contracted with them for a long time. Usually I'll work with them um, in hair modeling gigs during the summer. So um there there are companies that they'll you know they'll give you um, you know information about about gigs for um, hair hair show conventions. There, I mean there's a lot of hair show conventions and things like that conventions outside of just geek stuff or cosplay that I go to. I'm trying to go to a lot of more business focused um, conventions too. That's always fun seeing people's reaction too if I kind of incorporate some of the cosplay in there too in some of these, these business functions and, and things like that, or like hair model events. Um, that's usually a really good time. And the hair model events too. There that when when these big Marvel and DC movies come out, a lot of their scenes now are comic book related too, which is which is really cool. But yeah, they book me you know regular modeling, not necessarily um, cosplay. And I have a couple of other companies I'm contracted with, but they're the ones who send me. Um, you know, most of the information. So I make sure they put them on their Facebook so people can see them and link to them out. And, um, they're really good people there. So if you, you sign up, let them know I sent you, um, throw a little name drop in there, you know? Um, and, and they're all over the, all over the country too. So if you're in a different state, um, they may have something for you. I think they're actually based out of New York right
0: now. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, David Anthony, maybe uh, part of it. Uh, yeah.
1: He's a, yeah. Yeah. He's a big
0: one there. Well, fantastic. There's so many facets to you, Uh, Katrina Texador. I knew you had a story, and I'm so glad that you came (laughs) on the What Makes You Famous podcast. Uh, What's coming up for Katrina Texador in the near, near future?
1: Um, Well, we are organizing my birthday event. Um, We're looking at a couple of of venues for that. Once that's secure, that's going to be... Um, you know, online on you know on the Geek Unique page as well. Um, Spooky Empire, we're looking into. Probably going to do that, um, and that's that's kind of the main thing that we're doing, other than you know keeping our current customers happy and you know looking for more people to to join up with us. Um, as far as the costume creation, costume division goes on, is going. Um, we're going to kind of revamp some of that and come out um, in a in a really big way closer to November and, and December, kind of beating some of the um, Halloween traffic. We're going to push that you know push kind of re- a redesign for that out soon. Um, and other than that, I mean, if somebody has a convention for us, let us know. You know, if we're <laughs> you know we're not booked. We'll 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 come on out. We'll bring the show on the road
0: for sure <laughs>
1: literally yeah. literally yeah do
0: you build the costumes all yourself or do you have a team
1: no oh no no but we have we have an entire team um of contractors that that do that um, same thing with with them with the marketing so the, the social media aspect of, of what we do a lot of it i have my hands in but we have specialists for everything Um, you say including including the costumes
0: oh you say you don't sleep that much and and when you do have downtime you sleep (laughs) i'm glad you keep your sundays off there's a
1: reason there's a reason yeah yeah no i did and and i used to work almost seven days straight but i I said i i I needed a day off so that's that's my day to, to decompress and then we're back at it again
0: Oh, you, you never work harder than when you have your own business, because you, you care about it more than anybody else will. And, and you're trying to, you, you, yes. all through your 20s, you're trying to build something, and it seems like you've built something. You're, you're building something, and it's still getting bigger. I see nothing but great things happening for you. Katrina well, Texador, you. what's going on with the rest of the day?
1: Um, we got, um, we got some emails for, for clients. We just got some, um, some new people signing up. So I'm getting them all hooked up to our, our software so we can start creating some, some posts for them. Um, and then we're talking to, we're following up with people that we met at the red carpet event the other day. So that should be, that should be fun as well.
0: Yeah. You Um, mentioned the red carpet. What what was that red carpet for?
1: Um, Red Carpet Monday. It goes on once a month. Um, okay. It's uh, it's run by Ryan Deming, um, really good guy. He owns a, a billboard um, billboard marketing company as well. Basically, it's a way for business owners uh, to network, and um, I mean, you you get people from all walks of life. You get small business owners, and you get people like like Dan Newland. Uh, sponsored it the last time. He's a really big lawyer here. Lawyers in Florida, a lot of them also are kind of their own personalities too. I mean, they it's such a big, it's such a big thing. It's, I know I used to crazy. see them on it's park crazy. benches a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, their, their marketing campaigns are are crazy, very, very high saturation, but you've got to, to be able to, to compete so, um, met a lot of, met a lot of people there. Um, we've been sponsors of the event also for a few months now. So we went there and did some, um, video media there and things like that. covered covered it on, um, Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. So we always do our due diligence. I think that's where a lot of, um, you know, business owners fall short is, is researching. Okay, who's gonna who's gonna be there? Who do I need to talk to? And then the follow up. I mean, that's like the whole job in and of itself. Following up with everyone you talk to. Because you can go to an event and talk to hundreds of people, but after that, you know, how are you gonna continue to build that connection? So that's kind of um, our game plan going through the rest of the week. Um, besides working on the current projects that we're doing, is reaching out to the people that we that we met there at that event.
0: Yeah, Katrina Texador, Because being online is one thing, but going face to face with people, you got to do that. You got to have that that personal connection, that that touch. And mm-hmm. and I look forward to seeing you again, Katrina Texador, in in one way or another. If it's at a, a comic con, or if it's at a fitness uh, event, or or if it's uh, any in any facet uh, of you, And maybe we'll we'll catch each other in uh, looking looking at nature. <laughs> and, De-
1: and, definitely. Any any anytime you come to Florida, um, you know, be sure to let me know. Um, or you know, if I come to your neck of the woods, of course, you're going to be one of the first people that I that I contact.
0: Oh yeah. So uh, any last people words you want to tell the people? You anything else you want to say about you, Katrina Texador
1: I think that's I think that's about it. Um, I would say you know if you're if you're thinking about you know, opening up a business or you have a really interesting concept and you're just kind of um scared to pull the trigger on it and and get the ball rolling. don't. do do what you love to do. life like is too short. You don't want to look back on it and say, man, i didn't I didn't I didn't do enough. I didn't you know, other people were holding me back. When people are telling you no or you can't do something, that's exactly when you can, and that's exactly when you should. Um, because I did. And you know that led me to to where I am now, um, talking to to people like you and 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 your awesome fans out there, which you know you 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 clearly very much love and appreciate because I always I always see you online doing your thing from you know promoting other other people. So um, live your passion and and don't ever let anybody hold you back
0: that is the perfect way to end Katrina Texador <laughs> that's so good talking to you thank you so much awesome. for being on the program I appreciate it
1: well thank you very very much and uh, thank you for being patient with all my schedule changes it's been it's, it, this is a time of year that's been a lot of a lot of crazy stuff um, happening because we're getting closer to the holidays, so it's a busy you know busy time for me but I'm, I'm very glad I got to talk to you and um, we'll follow up soon let me know um, when when um, this this goes out, gets posted, and everything like that, I'll make sure that we share it on all our platforms.
0: Oh, you'll know. It's probably within the hour. <laughs> Thank you, Katrina. Okay,
1: sure. Sounds good. You enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.
0: Well, there you have it, party people. Katrina Texador. I knew that it was going to be a great conversation. She has so Many facets to her personality, to herself. Uh, you know, Katrina Tes- Texador has the geek unique cosplay, the fan fit go. She's a cosplayer on her own. So, wh- wh- whatever page you follow, you're going to have a lot of interesting things to see and make sure that you follow her. Uh, Katrina Texador, that's T E C X I D O R, Katrina with a K and then geek unique cosplay you could find that on the facebook the instagram the twitter and then fanfit go instagram facebook twitter just follow her and you'll find out more about Katrina Texador i had such a good time talking to her i, I didn't know she was uh, all right she has actual geek uh, uh what is it credentials uh, she went to college she's uh, an animal uh, i guess uh she studied animals and biology and such so she's got a degree in it she's got a degree in geekdom and she started out as an elf in in queens new york i mean you heard the story it was just it was fascinating to me and everybody has a story but uh thank you so much katrina texidor for sharing your story on the what makes you famous podcast if you want to tell your story i encourage you Give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at RadioWhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want with some great quotes. After all, there is but only one race, humanity. George Moore, the music you want, Radio What. Dot com. Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo.